Introducing Kicking Back with the Cooks, presented by Woodhouse. 18 brands, 16 convenient locations, simplified car buying to save you time. Shop, finance, and buy online at woodhouse.com. Here's head coach John Cook, along with your host, Lauren Cook-West. Welcome in. It's May, which is usually a month that's pretty quiet if you're in the Husker volleyball world. However, this May looks a little different. And every four years, uh, I guess, is it every four years, Coach? Yes, every four years. Every four years, May looks a little different. So you guys are headed to Brazil. Uh, what, what day do you leave? Monday, May 29th. Monday, May 29th. So coming up here pretty quickly. And... You're heading to Brazil for the first time in program history. Usually you, you go over to China and Japan. Um, but I had a really great episode planned for today. And I am being told that we're supposed to talk only about Brazil uh, for media, for fans. So we're going to push what I had planned for today's episode to next month's episode. And then today we'll, we'll just be talking all the things, Brazil, what your trip's going to look like, how you're getting down there. Um, but first, I want to start with what have you and the team been up to since the spring match ended? Well, uh, <clears throat> so the, the spring match was in late April. We had a great time in Central City. Uh, wonderful experience for both our program and for the people in Central City, and they're, they were super appreciative, did a wonderful job. So a big shout out to Central City. Uh, you know, for me, I went to Disneyland, and uh, uh, I don't know what Kelly and Jalen did. Jalen went home, I think, to Hawaii. Kelly, I think, uh, sat on her couch and read books or something. But uh, uh, we uh, just kind of waited till we got back, and we started a uh, little about a week ago. Uh, started training for uh, Brazil. We get. We get 10 practice days to prepare. We're not using all of them just because the window's kind of tight. Um, so uh, we're trying to get them prepared to go to Brazil. And we can't recruit in May, so it's kind of a downtime for us. Usually we're off in May. And, and uh, again, that's why I went, I went and hung out with Goofy and Mickey and Minnie. <laughs> Hold on. What was your favorite ride at Disneyland or California Adventure? Because we went to both. Yeah, definitely the roller coaster in California Adventure was... I it was awesome. That was so funny. I, I did not know that you liked roller coasters. and I didn't know I like, did hey, either. I'm going to go ride this. That was, that was fun. <laughs> the best part, though, is being in the fast track where you don't have to wait in line. To me, that's like, that's like better than the ride. You just walk right in and go get on. So yeah, it, thanks yeah. to your event planning degree <laughs> at Nebraska getting us in the fast track. <laughs> it, it's funny because everyone else who's waiting in line is just giving you this evil eye look like, you gotta be kidding me! You're cutting in line, but I mean, you have to—you do have to pay extra for it, but it's worth every penny. Oh, I did have to pay extra for it. Okay, that, yes. that takes yes. a little bit off of it. It's only twenty-five. I, I thought it was person. just because I thought it was just because you were smarter and figured it out no. on, on the no, phone no, 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 how to no, no, do no. it. You have to pay to have the genie. It's like the oh. lightning, lightning oh, okay. pass lane. Well, I'll tell you what—it was worth it. There's no free lunches. Yeah, <laughs> it was—it was worth it, whatever it cost to. Get in the fast track lanes, but so what were the did the players have finals then, and they went traveled home, and now they're back practicing, or what did their schedules look like? Yeah, so they they had finals, but you know finals are some of them don't even have finals. Some I mean they do ahead of time. Some they had actual finals. So uh, the important thing was 
most everybody got to go home in the, over the couple weeks there. Uh, and most importantly, our five freshmen who are started early either went back to graduation, went to prom, or went home because going to Brazil is going to – normally they'd have this time to be at home, and uh, this is uh, going to cut into their summer a little bit. But uh, uh, So they all got to go home, which was great. And I think they were really happy, and some went to proms. And um, you know, I, I was I felt bad for them because they were so stressed out about what prom dress they would pick out. So that was that was a big theme coming back from Central City was which prom dress are we going to wear and pick out. So, but they must have figured it out and had a good time. That's so wild to me that they're already competing at Nebraska, but they still have to go to prom. Yeah. Or they still haven't gone to prom yet, or yeah. they did. But yeah. Well, Lauren, you've been in our gym. You can imagine some of the prom comments going out in practice this week. Oh, I'm oh, sure. You're not going to go for that ball because you still got the prom queen and you don't want to mess up your fingernails. And <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we were – so when I was back for the spring match, uh, Madden and I were playing in Devaney, and there was a blue fingernail – that it, it popped off of someone's finger and it was just laying on the floor. And I, 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 I will never understand how the girls play with fake fingernails. I don't either. I did ask whose it was. I did get a name. <gasps> so I, I shared that story like, you know, my granddaughter's finding fingernails on the floor here in Devaney. <laughs> so you, you won't tell us who it is? Uh, no. It's a freshman. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to get, let me guess, Laney? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, I got to tell you a great story about Laney. Yeah. So she goes home. She hasn't been home the whole semester. She goes home to, she lives in North Carolina. So it's a big trip. It's a long way, and you know, she misses home, and, and she calls me the day she gets home. I'm like, every time you get the call, you know, the missed call, like, okay, what's happening? You know, all the bad thoughts go through your head. So I call her back, and she says, Coach, what does it mean you said in an article, I have no filter? Is that good or bad? I said, no, Lainey, it's great. It's a compliment because you, you speak from your heart, and you say what it, you feel, and you have no problem worried about what other people might think. You're saying, you know, what you really, really feel in your heart. And I said, that's awesome that at this age you can do that, and we want you to do that. And, we, and I, want, uh, I want you to be, you know, praised that, that here you are. And, and that's why I say Lainey can never touch a ball, and she's worth three points because she talks. And then she says, oh, good, because my mom thought that was bad, and I was in trouble. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that made her day, probably. Poor lady. But All right. There, so there's a little insight into our world here with the, with the, <laughs> the freshmen. Freshies. You mentioned you're leaving on May 29th. What does the flight plan look like? How long does it take you all to get down there? And where are you heading to first? Yeah. We're uh, uh, fly out of Omaha. We go uh, to Chicago and then Chicago all-night all flight down to uh, Sao Paulo. We have about a six-hour layover in Sao Paulo, and then we fly to a city called Belo Horizonte. Belo Horizonte is a, another, it's a big city in Brazil. I believe it's a little bit south of Sao Paulo, and that's where we're going to spend the first week is in Belo Horizonte. The number one club team in Brazil, Club Minas, uh, 
that's where they're located and we're going to play and train with them. Uh, what's interesting is Nancy Mendring, who's now Nancy Metcalf, who owns Scooter's Coffee, uh, she, all, all the coffee places. And it's amazing how many times I've been in line at Scooter's and somebody pays it forward, so I just now do it all the time. But anyway, she played at Club Venus for a few years, said it was a wonderful experience, great club. So it's been there a long time, very successful. They, their coach there is considered one of the best coaches in the world. So we're really looking forward to training and spending about a week there in Belo Horizonte and Club Minas. There's not a lot to do and see in Belo Horizonte. It's, uh, I think it's some agricultural areas. Uh, so it will be more of a training and a lot of playing volleyball. Uh, what's the destination after that? So from there, we go fly to Rio. Uh, I think it's about an hour flight. And uh, in Rio, we're going to go uh, stay down on one of the next to one of the I, I would call it tourist areas or, or or places where the people go to go to the beach and we're actually staying at a Marriott there so it'll be uh, something we're a little more used to and then from there we're gonna play a few clubs in Rio and then from there we we bus to uh, what's called Sakarema and that's where the national team training center is and uh, we're gonna train and play probably the U19 and the U21 Brazil teams, which are, you know, those are players the same age as our players that are preparing for the World Championships, which are in August and, and September. Now, many of our players would be eligible to go on that trip, and, and, but, you know, we start August 7th. We're playing matches August 23rd, so uh, there's no way we could have, you know, five of our players gone for a month. Uh, playing in the World Championship. So, and then everybody asked me, okay, well, why, why don't they do it in the summer when all the college players can go? Well, you got to remember, this is the World Championship. So this is the uh, International Volleyball, FIVB, making these decisions and setting these tournaments up. And they're doing it, I, I believe it's going to be in, uh, actually, I'm not sure where it is. I, I heard Mexico, but I think it may have changed now and might be in Europe a couple of different countries hosting it. So it's a big deal. And they're doing it on the international calendar, not on University of Nebraska or, or Division I NCAA volleyball calendar. And so uh, that's just something that's good for people to understand. And so we'll probably be, the USA will probably be sending a lot of high school players to go to that because college players will be with their college teams. And last I checked, we're paying their scholarships, so <laughs> priorities in Nebraska. Uh, so but anyway, we'll train there at their training center. And one thing we're going to do there, Lauren, is uh, I, I hope people really will follow this. Um, but next to the training center is a, is a very, uh, it's an area that has a lot of poverty. Uh, and we uh, asked Adidas to send down clothing, shoes, knee pads, uh, jerseys for 150 elementary school kids. And we're going to do a clinic with them and give them Adidas stuff. Uh, and and what, what's kind of interesting about this, I asked, you know, we were talking about what sizes do we need to order? And they said you need view sizes because the poverty is so high, they just, these kids, a lot of them are really small. Uh, just from lack of nutrition and so on. So we're really excited about doing that uh, and 
trying to make a difference and have an impact on these kids and also an impact on our players about giving back and seeing, you know, not everybody gets to play at Nebraska volleyball and, and um, you know, some of the challenges that people in this world have every day. And do you head home after that last stop or do you go some, somewhere else? Well, typically on our international trips, we take a couple days at the end to debrief. And if you remember our very first trip to China in 2000, I was trying to figure out where the heck, you know, again, that we were scrambling on that trip. It was still a very communist third world country at that time. And you remember, you know, our cam camera got confiscated as we walked in the airport. So we were under tight surveillance the whole time. But I was trying to figure out a way, how do we debrief this trip and learn from it? And um, so we went to a, I found a spa. And we went to a spa and jacuzzi and got massage. And then we kind of sat around and talked about the trip and what we learned from it. And uh, so we've all, every trip, we've always tried to do something like that. So for this trip, we're going to go to a place, it's again, we can bus there, called Buzios. And Buzios, if you look it up, is an old, hundreds of years old fishing village. And it used to be a small little fishing village where the fishermen lived and they would go out and fish. Well, now they've kind of made it into a tourist resort, small town. And we're actually going to take a bo this boutique hotel. We're occupying the whole hotel. So, in fact, they're bringing in extra beds because they didn't have enough rooms for everybody. So we're going to slumber party a little bit. And, uh, and we're going to spend a couple days there. It's, a little, it's got little tourist things, little shops, little cool restaurants, coffee houses, things like that. And then a really cool beach so they can, they can canoe, kayak. I think they can surf so they can do water activities. And, uh, and then that's where we'll debrief the trip and then uh, fly home from there. And where you mentioned you're staying at a Marriott and then this boutique hotel. Where else are you staying in some of the other locations? Are, is it dorms? Is it hotels? It's all hotels. Uh, in uh, Sacarema, we're staying in a hotel there. Uh, and then in, in Belo Horizonte, we're staying in it's a Brazilian hotel. Uh, so, I mean, these are big cities. You know, you, you think Lincoln, Nebraska. I mean, these are, I mean, Sao Paulo was 15 million, one of the biggest cities in the world. Belo Horizonte, I think, is three or four million. I, I could be off on that. And then Rio is a huge city. So we're staying in more of the modern type hotels. Uh, and, but that's why we're going to uh, Buzios, is it's going to be this little boutique. It's, it's really cute. You know, I had Kelly check all this out and and you know like they have like breakfast they have like a little you know bakery things and cheese and bread and stuff like that it's just like a charcuterie board so it, it'll be it'll be a cool little experience and a, and a way to uh, unwind the trip I wish I got to go to Brazil because you know China and Japan you're eating and rats are running around on the floor yeah that's true and you don't get bread and cheese you get you know fish and rice and vegetables and yeah. not some of my favorites yeah oh it wasn't that tough lauren oh it was and we had also had to stay in dorms we didn't get yeah. nice five-star hotels that's true we, we dormed it in china so yeah you're uh, you're getting soft softer every year uh some fans have been reaching out on twitter will any of this be live streamed can anyone watch? Is, is there any way to keep up on, on, on some of these scrimmages and how you guys are doing? 
Yeah, we'll be sending a video back and social media stuff back from Brazil daily. Uh, I, there's a chance that some of these could be televised or streamed. Uh, we've talked about it. Now, I don't want to make promises, but I think there's going to be an attempt to try to stream some stuff. So people are just going to have to follow on uh, the social media platform, Rasa Volleyball, and, and um, Huskers.com, and, and just kind of follow and see what happens. As you know, on a lot of these international trips, everything's changing all the time. So uh, we kind of have a set schedule, but every day pretty much something's going to change or adjust. Or, uh, but we will be playing. I know they like to play at night. So, uh, and there, I believe Brazil's two hour, or where we're going is two hours ahead of Nebraska time. So uh, a lot of a lot of the stuff we'll do will be at night, uh, competition-wise. Are there any other activities that you'll be doing outside of volleyball training um, besides the ones that you mentioned? Is there any other like tourist attractions or activities that you you guys will be partaking in? Well, we're going to go to a couple cool restaurants. Uh, this one restaurant is uh, considered it's won all kinds of awards and everything. So we're going to go there. That's going to kind of be our splurge night. Uh, but it's a, like a five-star Brazilian restaurant, so that'll be one thing we're going to do. You got to remember, is you can't, you got to be careful there. I mean, there, the security is, it's, it's not a super safe place. And there's, you have the, you know, the tourists, but then you also have the poor people. And I mean, there's, uh, you know, so there's a lot of crime there, and we got to be really careful. Uh, but the one. We are going to take the one big thing is you go up to Christ the Redeemer, which is the big uh, Christ uh, cr uh, statue way up on top of this mountain. And you wind up and go up on this bus and wind up there and go up there and oversee all of Rio. And uh, that's one of the big tourist things to do. That's one thing in Brazil there's not a lot to do. Uh, the other big thing, obviously, would be going to the rainforest. But it was too expensive, too far to get there. and there's a lot of risk with uh, diseases in the in the rainforest, and we just didn't want to take those chances. So uh, that's why we're staying where we're at. But the big tourist thing will be Christ the Redeemer, and it's a volleyball trip, and then experiencing Brazilian culture. I mean, Brazilians love to have fun. They love to party. They love to eat, and they love their food. And uh, and so we'll do some of that. And then of course, Buzios is a is kind of a little tourist resort area. So there'll be some fun things to do there. Last, so you mentioned you're going to do the last day or wrap up the trip in Buzios. Will you be naming captains? That is the plan as of now. Typically on these trips, when we debrief, we talk about the future, where we want to go, and, and who can help get us there. And so that might be something that uh, hopefully uh, unfolds on this trip and becomes pretty clear to the team you know, who our leaders are. You, as you know, there's great opportunities on these trips. Right. To, uh, you can pout, you can be a grump, or you can uh, embrace it and, and, you know, take charge. And because uh, it's, you know, we, we go longer than most teams go. We're, we're going, what, May 29th back June 14th. So it's like 16 days. And uh, so it's, it becomes a long trip. It's hard. And, and uh, uh, so, you see that you you kind of can't hide for 16 days. You can't fake it. Do you so. guys have to get any vaccines? 
Yeah, the one vaccine we have to get is yellow fever. Okay. Uh, and um, ironically, I was just talking to a, a coaching friend of mine who went to Costa Rica and got uh, another type of fever down there and says it's the sickest, sickest he's ever been in his life. So uh, that's one thing we're going to protect for is it's, even though it's going from summer to winter down there, we're, you know, they're opposite. Uh, Lauren, if you remember from geography, we're in the northern hemisphere, they're in the southern hemisphere, so the earth tilts, and so it's becoming winter there, but it's still, you know, it's warm, uh, but we still got to be careful m with mosquitoes. If, back to captains, are you, do the coaches vote on captains nowadays, or does the team vote on captains? Uh, it just varies every year we we do it different it just depends on the group and what we feel and and uh, but we've been doing leadership classes all spring and and we've said whoever's interested in being a leader you're welcome to come to these classes I, I'll call them classes or just you know we, we we've brought in speakers we've done exercises we've talked about leadership so far all 14 players have been in every one so I guess they're all interested in being leaders that's awesome any other details you want to share with us about the Brazil trip? Well, I think one thing, uh, the, the biggest adjustment has been that, again, people, our average fans won't realize this, but we're going to play with the international ball. And the international ball is blue and gold. It's designed different than the balls we play with here. Um, but and they're, they're very challenging to play with because they really really they're great ball to hit and they go really true but they're uh, when you serve them they really really move if you can get them to float they really move and so our passers have been having a heck of a time adjusting to the serves and getting used to those uh, so that that is one big adjustment that you know people aren't, aren't going to realize and, and of course when you've got you know, I, I've talked to Jordan and Kelsey and Justine, you know, how they pass those balls, but it's very challenging and it really makes you have to be fundamentally really good to pass those balls. So that's, that's one big thing that's uh, a little bit different. And uh, other than that, uh, uh, you know, the good thing is we don't have a big time change like going to China, Japan. I mean, you're 13 hours difference. This is, we're still kind of in the same time zone, which will be nice. Uh, but we're going to have an all-night flight uh, getting down there and, and a long layover. I mean, it's going to be a long two, day, it's two days of travel. So it's that part of it will be, you know, how fast can we recover and get going? Will you, will the players trade pins or are you bringing anything down to, uh, and I, I think we've done that in the past, is you can trade pins or towels or something. Uh, will, will your players be bringing anything down there to trade with other players? Yeah, as you know, the, the one thing volleyball players like to trade are, t are shirts. So we've made up, uh, each player will have about eight to ten shirts, I believe, to trade with the teams that we're playing with. Joni Duff, who's uh, working in our office now, who's has been in football for 30 years, she's gotten a lot of other things we'll give as gifts. You know, the coaches typically give gifts, so we'll give we, Nebraska pennants and Nebraska, little things representing Nebraska. So yes, that's part of the international volleyball world is you exchange gifts and give gifts. Uh, so yes, we will be taking that, but we take a lot of shirts with us because uh, that's what the players love and they love swapping. And we have some players on our team that actually 
played in the Junior World Championships, or, or sorry, Youth World Championships, and they've actually have Brazil stuff that they've traded, uh, wow. and uh, uniforms. Of course, they traded their USA stuff. So, uh, so that, that's always fun. And um, uh, what's really cool? That's a side note on this, is merit, uh, is is kind of a I'll call a wannabe graphic designer, and she's come up with some logos for her, and she's got a little website. Uh, I call it MB3, but it's, I don't have it right. I just call her MB3. Um, um, but it's a design that she makes, she does little camps for kids. And so I asked her to come up with a, a logo for this trip, and we have a great logo, and I'm sure it'll come out on social media. Uh, but she did a wonderful job designing it, and uh, it's really cool. And uh, it, it kind of, there's a lot of symbolic things that are in the logo, which is cool that the Brazilian people will pick up on right away. Our, our people, our fans may not, oh, that looks cool, but they won't see some of the symbolism in that uh, deal. So maybe we'll have Merritt on the trip kind of explain the design and what's behind it. And she did a fan, fantastic job. So that, for me, that makes it really fun that our players are into that and they're part of this process, and uh, it just makes it more enjoyable. And those are the shirts. She designed the shirts that you're trading or the shirts that your players will be wearing down there? Both. We, that's, that's, okay. we made all these shirts up, so they'll get to keep some, and then they'll have some to trade. That's awesome. And it's our bag tags have it, and uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, it came out really, really well. I'm excited to see it. Well, I should have started with this, but no confession, no lesson today. Uh, I'm letting you off the hook and I hope you have a wonderful time in Brazil. We can't wait to see pictures, videos. Husker fans, be sure to check social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm sure uh, it'll be all over the place. and. I uh, hope you have safe travels. I hope you don't have any delayed flights. Otherwise, that'll be a really long travel day. And uh, I hope you guys stay safe and enjoy every minute of it. Yeah, I'm just worried about how am I going to FaceTime with Madden. Yeah, are you able to FaceTime? I, I don't know. Uh, I'll have, hopefully, the girls will have it figured out. So <clears throat> I don't I know how you, that works. I think when you get down there, you can buy a SIM card and then switch your SIM cards. So I, I, think, I yeah. think that's what we used to do. Uh, in the old days, we'll, we'll see now. Supposedly, yeah, we'll figure There's it out. There's ways you can do it. I, we got, I, I, we have people that will have it figured out, I can tell you that. <laughs> you just won't have it figured out. Yeah. They'll figure it out for yeah, you. Right. Well, thank you so much uh, for tuning into this month's episode of Kicking Back with the Cooks. Thanks to Mike Elliott for producing this. Coach Cook, thank you so much for your time, and we will catch you all next month. Thanks again, and go Big Red. Thanks.